0: It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McCallan Construction Company. McAllen Construction from the first dig to the last nail, and by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service family-run flooring company. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. Here we are putting this podcast together on February 27th. We are knocking on the door to March, Bradfield, and you've got some interesting snowfall statistics.
1: Yes, Dan. You know, everything, you, know, you try to relate everything back to normal and what, what it should be. And, you know, we have had such pitiful winters in terms of snowfall lately that it makes this winter look like it's been really bad. But when you look at the statistics It really has not been. And um, here are some of them, Dan. Uh, Season to date, we've had 40.7 inches of snow at Bradley International Airport. Now, normally, by this morning, February 27th, we should have about 32.2 inches. So we're running uh, an 8.5-inch surplus in snowfall. But, Dan, I bet you... If you and I went around and, and, and uh, did a sort of a random survey of people in Connecticut, they would say that this has been a, a very snowy winter. But really, when you look at it for the season to date, that includes November, December, January, and February, we're only eight inches above what's average. So it's, it's maybe like one moderate snowstorm away from being an average winter here in Connecticut. So uh, it's just that I think that we've been so starved for snow the last couple of winters that this winter seems very snowy. Uh, we've had 20.4 inches of snow. Uh, this is as of Friday, February 26th at Bradley. Uh, for the month of February, which is uh, a 10.5-inch is what is normal. So it's almost double uh, what's normal in the month of February, what we've had for snowfall. So February has been the month. And, uh, you know, you think back on it, Dan, we begin on January 26th and 27th. We had a, a storm that, you know, went past midnight, so it technically was... Uh, January 26th into the 27th. But when we woke up on the morning of January 27th at Bradley now, that's where these stats come from. There was three inches of snow on the ground. The last five days of January had snow cover. What they do is they go out at seven o'clock in the morning and they measure what they call undisturbed So they go out at 7 in the morning, out into the open, measure around, and three inches of accumulation is what they found uh, January 27th. The last five days of January, continuous snow cover. Right now, we've had 32 days and counting of continuous snow cover at Bradley. Now, the most they measured, and all these measurements, again, Dan, take place at 7 a.m. The most was on February 2nd, where 13 inches was measured in undisturbed locations. Uh, Over 10 inches was uh, also uh, on the ground on the 3rd, and over 10 inches was on the ground on the 10th. Now, this morning, the 27th of February, Saturday the 27th, Three inches of snow remain on the ground at Bradley. So we are going to go through the entire month of February with continuous snow cover. So uh, usually, you know, Dan, sometimes a a big storm will come along and uh, bring rain and uh, warm temperatures and wipe out the snowpack. But that has not happened this year. So uh, 32 days and counting on the snowpack.
0: And I guess you also mentioned that because of that snowpack and its water content, it's being stubborn as far as melting. Would that be correct?: That's exactly
1: right. Um, the snow, as I said, protects itself because of the white uh, the whiteness of the snow, high albedo, uh, high reflectivity, which uh, and and then obviously, uh, it's a refrigerant on the ground. But as the snow compacts. Uh, it holds more and more water uh, molecules, more uh, moisture. And as the snow compacts and then freezes at night, it becomes more of an ice than a snow. So it's really easy to melt snow on the first day. Um, If you get a snowstorm that, say, ends at 7 or 8 in the morning and then temperatures move up into the 30s or 40s during the day, you will lose a lot of your snow cover. Uh, but it, if it has a chance to freeze at night, um, it, it will compact down more into ice with the with the the melting water from the melting snow freezing into ice, which makes it much much harder to melt. And and another factor, Dan, that I want people to understand about too, is I say there's three inches of snow on the ground at Bradley, but here I am. You know, I could jump in my car and drive to Bradley, about twenty five minutes it would take me to get there. But the fact that I live in West Granby and the fact that I live at about nine hundred feet above sea level, whereas Bradley is only about two hundred and some feet above sea level, the 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 difference here is for every thousand feet of elevation you go up in a standard atmosphere, you lose approximately 3.7 degrees Fahrenheit. So in other words, uh, let's just round it off. Every 250 feet of elevation you go up, you lose about a degree Fahrenheit. So just project that throughout the winter. Say we have a storm and say Bradley gets 10 inches and I get 10 inches here at my house. All right, and then the next day the sun comes out and it's 35 at Bradley But because I'm more than 500 feet higher than Bradley, uh, subtract two degrees off my high temperature. So Bradley can be 35 and have a lot of melting, whereas here in West Granby, the high might be 32 or 33 with hardly any melting at all. And then you keep projecting that through the winter months, and you can end up Dan places out near you in the Northwest Hills, you can go from downtown Hartford where you cannot find a stitch of snow on the ground right there in the Connecticut Valley. And you can drive up to Goshen in March and, and encounter two feet of snow. So it's, it's that kind of thing that just sort of uh, happens throughout the course of the winter. And it keeps piling up in the Hills, but it melts much slower in the Hills due to the elevation. So uh, that can have a a drastic uh, impact by the time you get to the end of the winter and early spring.
0: You know, it's interesting because here we are knocking on the door to spring, and as we put this podcast together today today, now we have an additional two hours of daylight compared to when winter started. So we're knocking on the door to the meteorological calendar start of spring, and we've gotten a lot more daylight, Brad.
1: Oh, yes, Dan. I even looked at the uh, the sunrise this morning. It was it 628? Um, and the sun uh, sets this evening at 539. So, uh, yeah, it, it really, the, 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 days are really stretching out now. So it'll, uh, it'll be fairly soon, I guess that we're, we're looking at, uh, you know, 12 hours of daylight. So we're, we're rapidly getting there, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been nice. Uh, we typically here at our home, get up at five forty five for the various jobs and so forth and getting people off to work and so forth. And, uh, you know, I've noticed in the mornings that by the time my wife leaves at 10 of 7, a month ago she was leaving in the pitch dark, and now you don't even need your headlights. So it's it's an amazing change that's underway.
0: Now, before we look into the crystal ball, we should inform our audience that two weeks from now, actually two weeks from early tomorrow morning, we will be moving the clocks ahead one hour. Seems hard to believe, but there will be that time change in two weeks, Brett.
1: Wow, well, we're springing forward, Dan. All all sorts of signs of, uh, you know, all sorts of positive signs. We've got... Uh, you know we've got uh, baseball starting up, and uh, I don't know who's a hockey fan around here, but the Bruins are playing well, and the uh, the football draft is coming up. So hopefully the Patriots can do something about their seven and nine record. But uh, no, actually, uh, actually a lot of a uh, lot of fun things uh, coming up. Uh, you know the UConn men, I guess, have to win a few games, and uh, they're they're kind of on the bubble right now. So. Uh, you know, sportscaster Dan can talk more to these things than me. But, but March is, is kind of a fun month, and it's kind of an optimistic month. You know, you get the mud, and you get the rain, and you get the, you know, the cold rain, and the fight between winter trying to hang on and spring trying to take over. But then you get those nice days every now and then, and it's like it just kind of rejuvenates you.
0: I want to take a moment to talk about one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast, McAllen Construction of Prospect, Connecticut, a full-service construction company. And when I say service, McAllen Construction services the entire state. McAllen Construction is licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7 home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer, plus utility carpentry excavation and snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned, small minority business, licensed with the state of Connecticut and insured. Call McAllen Construction today. At two zero three seven five eight three four seven four. That's two zero three seven five eight three four seven four. Or for more information, you can go online, McAllen Construction Construction From utility construction, residential and commercial building projects, site work, water and sewer repairs, and installation plus much, much more, it's McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. Brad, you're talking about rejuvenation. Look into your crystal ball, our crystal ball segment. What does it look like?
1: Well, I'm going to skip right to this, Dan. Uh, March 30th, I uh, I look at uh, all the different computer models And all the models seem to be in concert. I'm going to tell you about March 1st and March 10th and March 20th. We'll go in about 10-day intervals, but let's start off with March 30th. Uh, I think the jet stream is going to come in from Northern California, go through Northern Minnesota, and then through Eastern Canada. You know what that means? It means that the jet stream has lifted to the north of New England. So finally, I see ridging here, and finally, I see warmth. So keep that in the back of your head. When we get to the end of March, the last few days of March, going into the very beginning of April, I see a major pattern shift that I think everybody is going to like. And I say everybody, because even the snow lovers, I mean, hey, You've had 32 consecutive days and counting of snow cover. So uh, I think the snow lovers are even satisfied with the way things have been going. But I think by March 30th, Dan, we're going to see the change. Now, between then and now, so we've got about a month, between then and now we've got some problems. Um, One thing I want to tell you about, is as we look into the crystal ball, we're, we're looking like a week down the line. Um, you know, this is Saturday, uh, February 27th. I'm talking about Saturday, March 6th. The, uh, the European computer model has a system coming out of the Gulf of Mexico right around the Florida panhandle. And by Sunday evening, it brings that storm up to just about Nova Scotia. So... But it gives, it gives New England kind of a wide berth. What I mean by that is it kind of goes out into the ocean and then curves north. Now, that European model brings major snowfall to the Outer Cape and to Nantucket. Um, to Nantucket, it brings more than six inches of snow next weekend. So, uh, And that's a lot for Nantucket. So uh, it it looks like um, that is something we're going to have to monitor as we go through next week. So keep that in the back of your mind that even though in my forecast, I'm not saying it because it does look like it's going to miss. It looks like it's just barely going to miss if it happens to come some 200 miles west of where it's projected to come we could be in an all-out blizzard next weekend um so that that's just one thing i want you to keep in in mind going forward the canadian model um shows an unusually cold pattern for us in mid-march and late march but they, too, are in concert that around March 30th, a major change happens. And uh, the Canadian model goes into a spring pattern by the last weekend of March. So uh, here we go with uh, the, the European projections. Um, they have mid-40s today. They have mid-40s tomorrow. These are Bradley Highs. They have upper 40s on Monday, but listen to this, Dan. On Tuesday, where the normal high is 43, the European gives us a high of 25. So Tuesday is going to be harsh. Uh, Tuesday will be March 2nd. It will be a harsh day, despite the fact that the sun will be shining the temperature will only be in the 20s, and the wind will be frequently gusting between 30 and 40 miles per hour. So Tuesday looks like a harsh day. But here, here is what I mean about the battle going on with jets so close to us, we can, we can have these wild swings in temperature. So we're near 50 essentially on Monday, but you cut that in half, we're only at 25 on Tuesday. But then Wednesday and Thursday, we're back up near 50. And then as we head toward next weekend, the temperatures drop 37 on Friday, 30 on Saturday, and 33 on Sunday. And again, this is without the snow. If that storm tracking from the northwest uh, the panhandle of Florida up toward Nova Scotia, if that comes a little bit closer, we'll be shoveling snow this weekend. But right now, it looks like the best bet for shoveling snow would be Nantucket and outer Cape Cod. Uh, but as we go forward um, on the jet pattern, by March 10th, it looks like kind of a split flow. Uh, the northern branch of the jet, uh, there's looks like a trough in the Pacific Northwest, but a big ridge west of Hudson Bay. So that's, that's poking up toward the North Pole but then sharp troughing in the vicinity of Nova Scotia. So what we're gonna see is the from the ridge west of Hudson Bay to the trough near Nova Scotia, we're gonna see sort of a northwesterly flow here in New England. So I am looking for maybe after a mild a week to 10 days, where like I'm saying to you that Monday will be around 50 and, Uh, Wednesday and Thursday of next week, be 45 to 50. So it's going to seem mild. It's only a few degrees above what's average because now with the longer days and the more sunlight, average high temperatures in the low 40s now. So it's only a little bit above average. But then we're going to see some sharply colder temperatures at times too. So sort of a, a wild swing. And the best way I can describe it is that the winter is trying gallantly to hang on and spring is trying to take over so typically in the month of march that those atmospheric battles ensue and you got to keep your guard up in the month of march because all of a sudden uh you know a day could be like 50 the sun shining not a puff of wind but the upper atmosphere is still cold so the next day, if a storm comes along, it could be a snowstorm, and people are caught with their guard down because they're thinking, "How can we go from fifty degrees to a snowstorm?" But it's easy, it, uh, as I as I always say, Dan. It's much more important for the for the meteorologist that we uh, think in terms of up and down, not just north, south, east, west. We have to think north, south, east, west, up and down. So uh, you know. During uh, March, we're going to see those, those uh, battles going on. Uh, March 20th, we, we're, we're finding on, on the jet stream projections what we call cutoff lows. And what I mean by that, Dan, is you, know, you, go, you, you go to a river and you see how the current moves. And you throw a stick in the river and the current moves along. But what happens to that stick if it encounters a whirlpool? The stick will just go around in a circle. Well, that's kind of what happens in the atmosphere, too. If you get uh, a strong jet, it can can buckle and form whirlpools. So these are the things we're going to have to watch as we go through uh, the spring. Because when you get into the spring, if you've got these cold whirlpools and then a steep angle of the sun heating up the ground, you have a great temperature differential in the vertical so in other words during the heating of the day the ground can get warm but if the upper atmosphere is cold you've got an unstable lapse rate in the atmosphere and all of a sudden a beautiful day can turn very stormy with thunderstorms and if you've got one of these uh whirlpools over you these low pressure areas are also cold areas if you've got cold air in the upper levels of the atmosphere you can get hail so uh, these are the things we have to watch as we move into the springtime.
0: I guess what you're saying is don't put the snow shovels away yet.
1: No, not yet at all, Dan. We've got, uh, you know, we've got another, like I say, another solid month where we're kind of under the gun. And uh, I know you and I talked on the last podcast that, uh, you know, if everything goes exactly right or everything goes exactly wrong, you can have uh, snowstorms into April as well. And we highlighted that snowstorm in the first week of April. I think it was maybe April 7th or April 8th, 1982. Um, And again, this time of year, if the storm comes in, in the nighttime, say between 9 p.m. and 4 a.m. or something like that, it's going to accumulate way, way better than if it came at from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the middle of the day. So when the storm occurs also um, is, is of great importance now with the solar angle and the sun's radiation coming through the clouds.
0: I want to talk a bit about Action Carpet and Floor Covering, one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. It's that time of year when perhaps you're looking at remodeling your home and you want new floors or maybe new tile in the bathroom. The place to go is Action Carpet and Floor Covering in Simsbury, founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake. Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers. They offer brand name floor covering products and vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs and tile, plus backsplash yes it is time to think about remodeling the home for spring and that's where action carpet and floor covering comes in by the way free estimates on all installations from action carpet and floor covering free quotes are offered for insurance estimates high pressure or hot water extraction stripping and waxing of floors upholstery cleaning restoration area rug cleaning and much much more Action Carpet and Floor Covering wants their customers to be beyond satisfied. They want to be considered their customers' one and only floor covering company. Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406. 860-651-8406. Or go online at action-carpet.com. Action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering, a full service flooring company. Brad, uh, look on the weather map as we put this podcast together on February 27th. What does the current weather map look like?
1: Well, what uh, provided a little bit of snow, I'm sure, at your home this morning, Dan, and at my home as well, weak little low pressure off the New Jersey coast. But the main player is a low um, moving along the New York-Canada border. So ultimately, it's going to get milder today, and uh, we're going to see rain uh, for the afternoon and temperatures in the 40s. By evening, that low-pressure system is on the main uh, Canada border. Weak high pressure around Cleveland will cause partial clearing here tonight. One thing you have to be aware of this time of year, Dan, is ice at night. You gotta be aware of it because you've got the snowpack, and you know, in the malls and stuff or the shopping centers, you've got these big snow piles and during the day with the black top all around and the sun beating down or whatever, you've got melting of these snow piles. And then at night, they freeze up, so you've got to be very, very aware of black ice this time of year. And I think that's going to be the situation tonight. Not that it's going to be all that cold, but it will get down to 30 or 31 degrees. And, you know, if it's below 32, you're going to get ice. So um, beware of that. Uh, daybreak tomorrow, that high pressure is going to be over Salisbury, Connecticut. So uh, it should be fairly um, fairly calm tomorrow without Uh, much in the way of wind at all. But uh, low pressure will be coming through Green Bay, Wisconsin, at daybreak. uh, And that low pressure area is going to ultimately track uh, to north of Lake Ontario and keep moving out out through eastern Canada. That will bring us another episode of some rain uh, for Sunday afternoon. Now, Monday, we're going to see um, uh, high pressure over Missouri, Uh, Ridging toward upstate New York, we'll see some improvements in the weather here, brightening up the sky, but also a cold front will be coming through. And I will tell you what, this cold front means business. Uh, By Tuesday morning, a strong high-pressure system will be over Cleveland. Uh, These weak lows that have gone by are going to intensify up in um, the Nova Scotia area and the, the combination between the high coming and the low exiting it's going to be very very windy out of the north and very cold locally uh, i think even on tuesday morning some some places like Torrington, for example uh... in winchester could be down around eight um, so a very very cold uh, start to the month of march Uh, By Wednesday morning, the high will move out into the western Atlantic. So clockwise around the high, we get into a southerly flow again. So it warms up fast on Wednesday and Thursday, way up into the 40s, maybe nudging 50 in a few towns. By Friday, Dan, we're going to be watching the low form in the deep south. Um, Looks like a double-barreled low, uh, one on the Texas-Oklahoma border the other down around Brownsville, which is right on the southern tip near Mexico. So uh, we're going to be watching that storm form. That's the storm that the, um, that the uh, European model brings through the Florida panhandle and then off the mid-Atlantic coast and brings six inches of heavy, wet snow to Nantucket. So we're next week, uh, monitor bradfieldweather.com on a daily basis – And uh, I'm sure Dan and I will be chiming in with a podcast later next week. So we'll have a much better uh, idea of uh, what's going to happen with that storm, if indeed it does stay out to sea. But as I mentioned, uh, the the GFS and the Canadian model do not bring it up here at all. But the European model, which I tend to go with and has been very, very consistent, uh, and you look for consistencies with these uh, these uh, model equations. And we have had consistency with this model in that 6- to 10-day range. So I'm going to go with the European on this and say it's going to be a very, very close call next weekend.
0: Okay. Well, before we uh, go to the immediate forecast, anything else you'd like to add?
1: No. Just say uh, I'd like to say to the folks, um, thank you for bearing with me got one of these colds because I've been going outside uh you know, probably not dressed appropriately. I'm I'm the I'm the type that I I'm very resistant to wear a coat. Um, I just tend to like wear a sweater or something like that. But you know, it's 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 cold enough around, and and I sh- I probably as I get older should be wearing a coat. But um, you know, I i just uh, struggling a little this morning. But uh, I I appreciate everybody's patience.
0: You're a tough New Englander. <laughs>
1: i like to fancy myself as such yes as are you as are you mr lavallo
0: thank you all right as we put a wrap on things then and again we're putting this together on february 27th what does our immediate forecast look like
1: well um any snowflakes uh uh through the morning hours of saturday in northern and northwestern connecticut will transition over to mainly rain And temperatures uh, will moderate into the low and mid 40s today. So, fairly normal with the temperatures. Uh, Look for partial clearing overnight tonight, but beware of those ice patches, as I described. Temperatures falling to between 30 and 35 degrees. And again, Dan, do not go too much by your car thermometer. I mean, I see some people whizzing along. Uh, you know the the car thermometer might say thirty four or thirty five, but that is not the temperature on the road surface. so uh, the, these are these are this is the month especially to be very, very leery of black ice, especially if it's nighttime. Um, so that that that's uh, the problem with that tonight. Uh, for for Sunday, uh, it looks like some rain coming in from that green bay. Wisconsin, a little pressure system. A cold rain, uh, temperature between 38 and 44, most of the rain in the afternoon. For Monday, it looks partly sunny in the 40s, but a cold front will sweep across, and that cold front will bring very windy, much colder weather here Monday night and Tuesday. Monday night, again, Dan, lows between 8 and 14 degrees. Wind gusting to 40 miles per hour. Welcome to March and the uh, wind chills will be some 10 to maybe 20 below zero. Tuesday, the high is only 26 to 32, which is 10 to 15 degrees colder than what's average, despite the fact that the sun will be shining brightly. A very windy day, gusts to 35. But then Wednesday and Thursday, nice weather, mostly sunny and in the 40s both days. Friday, sun followed by increasing clouds, Temperature's 38 to 44. And uh, don't be fooled by these temperatures, Dan. As I tell you, it's still plenty cold in the upper atmosphere. So if that storm did come along next weekend, it would be snow. So uh, right now we're saying for Friday, sunshine followed by increasing clouds. Temperature's 38 to 44. And uh, you called me a tough New Englander. I'm also a smart one. That's as far as I'm going to go with the forecast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well well put. Well, on that note, as always, we like to thank our first responders. They are on the front line every day. And so a big thank you to the first responders for all they do. And to you and Sandy and our podcast audience, Brad, have a great weekend.
1: Have a great weekend, Dan. And thanks to the first responders. And I'm starting to know a lot of people that are are getting vaccinated and, uh, you know, there's, there's the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel here.
0: Right on. All right. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company, and by McAllen Construction Company, your place for residential projects to snow removal.